1: Let's continue to focus on um, uh, on on this here. PayPal has rolled out a stable coin, fully backed by US dollar deposits, short-term treasuries, and similar cash equivalents, issued by Paxos Trust. PayPal USD will gr- be gradually available to customers in the US, according to the firm. Joining us now for more on this, I'm pleased to say is PayPal's Senior VP of Blockchain, Crypto, and Digital Currencies, Jose Fernandez de Ponte. Jose, thanks so much for joining us. What do you think about the increasing uh, optimism around, um, I
2: guess, crypto versus regulators? Uh, hello, Matt, and, and hello, uh, Kaylee. Uh, thanks for having us. Uh, well, I am an optimist. I, I would maybe qualify to say I don't think this is versus uh, regulators. I think it is important that there is clear regulation, and we have seen increased traction there, not only in the US. I think that the progress in, in places like Europe and, and other regions is important. A clear regulation is something that is absolute, that we absolutely need for digital currencies to go mainstream. So, super excited to see things moving forward.
3: Well, someone else who is very keyed into the regulation issue and was also excited to see this stablecoin announcement from PayPal specifically is the chair of the House Financial Services Committee, Patrick McHenry. He said that this announcement is a clear single signal that stablecoins, if issued under a clear regulatory framework, hold promise, clear regulations and robust consumer protections are essential to enabling stablecoins to achieve their full potential. That was the quote from him. He obviously is trying to get a stablecoin measure pushed through the U.S. Congress, but you didn't even wait for that, Jose. You decided to launch this now so walk me through the thinking and what the long-term goal here is for PayPal what are you trying to achieve with this
2: yeah, well, Kelly, we are obviously a payments company and we are interested in digital currencies because we do believe that they have the potential to transform uh, the, the payment ecosystem. If you look at the primitives of the technology in terms of uh, the cost of transactions, in terms of the settlement time, in terms of uh, the programmability of the tokens, there you just can do things that you couldn't do with traditional uh, payment rates. And it's something that is strategic for, for us and it's something that we want to be a, a part of. We also think that by the way, that the revolution will not happen overnight. If you look at the volume of stable coins today, there are around 120 billion or so that are out there today. Mostly they are using crypto ecosystems and Web3 use cases. And we think that will continue to be the case for some time with some emergencies in specific verticals in places like remittances or video games. Uh, is absolutely strategic for us. We like the primitives. We like the ability to be able to do things that you couldn't do before in, in payments. And obviously is a strategic uh, technology for us.
3: Okay, so let's talk about where you're going to be able to access it. Obviously you're partnering with Paxos for this. Where is Paxos in conjunction with PayPal planning to actually list this?
2: as of yesterday we are live on the on the PayPal wallet and we are ramping up the product now over the next uh, days more and more users will be able to see that in in their wallets we are going to be as we announced yesterday we're going to be enabling that in in Venmo we are super excited about the ability that for the first time, you will be able to send value from your Venmo wallet to your friend on PayPal as opposed to only Venmo to Venmo or PayPal to PayPal. And over time, we will definitely open that up to external parties. We built the stablecoin to be able to be easily accepted by crypto exchanges and and the apps and wallets, and we will see more and more of that adoption going forward. It's one of the reasons why we wanted to build this on open protocols and as a ERC-20 token so that it is easier to adopt it in in a more open ecosystem. I'm just uh,
1: wondering why you uh, would want to be first. Aren't you worried about other regulation? And and also, how do you expect to generate revenue from this?
2: So I don't think that we're worried about going first. We have been, uh, we're a regulated financial institution. We have been a regulated financial institution for 25 uh, years and we take our regulatory relations and structure very, very seriously. We are regulated in multiple uh, geographies. What we are doing here, When we think about the stablecoin, we think of that as as an extension of the PayPal balance that you have seen over the years. PayPal balance has existed for more than 20 years. What we are doing now is increasing the value proposition of that uh, PayPal balance and making it useful outside the the PayPal uh, constraints. Let's remember also that there are regulations uh, out there. We think one of the reasons we went to New York is that New York has a very mm. solid and rigorous uh, framework for, for stablecoins, and, and we think that is very well suited for the business that we're trying to build. In terms of the interest income that you'll
1: generate from, um, from the, from the uh, uh, stablecoin, um, how do you split that with Paxos? Um, who gets how much?
2: Well, the the details of the commercial relationship uh, between Paxos and us, they they are obviously uh, private. And we do think historically it has been the way in which uh, the stable coins get monetized, the deal on the the reserve assets, and and that will continue to be uh, the case. And it's obviously uh, uh, an interesting aspect of it, and it's a high margin uh, revenue stream. Over time, again, going back to us as a payments company, we are really interested in driving payment flows here, that will also be monetized in a number of ways that are beyond uh, and, uh, beyond just strictly the monetization of the reserve.
3: As we're talking about payment and the way money moves through the world and who it potentially moves to, there is a lot of concern where I am here in Washington, Jose, about what stable coins and crypto can enable in terms of money laundering or other illicit activity. Once the token leaves your network, how can you guarantee that doesn't happen on another platform?
2: So Let's go to combination of two different factors there. First, again, our our history in terms of being able to handle, uh, to to manage fraud and prevent uh, illegal uh, activity in the network. We have been doing that. We have thousands of of, uh, colleagues in the company who are very well versed in addressing online fraud and being able to identify suspicious behavior. On the other side, again, is, is the regulation. So New York has very strict provisions on what you need to be able to do in terms of KYC and, and AML. And we are uh, compliant with, with that is one of the aspects if you want to be on the regulated fiat stablecoin uh, space. And we will work with regulators and we will work with uh, law enforcement.
1: Uh, Jose, I wonder, you know, uh, about the consumer acceptance of this or consumer demand maybe for it. Because it's expected to make remittances cheaper, you'd expect everybody
2: to gravitate towards it. So what's the take-up, Ben? So uh, the remittances is one of the places where we think that you will see initial retail uh, uh, acceptance You see that on remittances and a few others, mostly on on fairly specific verticals. We talked about digital goods. We talked about B2B and cross-border commerce. On the remittance side, one of the things that you need to keep in mind when you're uh, thinking about remittances is that the sender, the person in the U.S. who's sending money back home, is acting on behalf of the receiver. So it's important that the experience for the receiver continues to be very seamless. There are flows and remittances going to different countries now uh, for the more sophisticated users. One of the places where we think we will be differential and where we can add value is that we bring that connectivity to that last mile through the business, uh, through the network that we have built over the years. You might remember we have, uh, we acquired a few years ago Shum, which was a pioneer in in mobile remittances to many countries. And we can improve. That last mile, so the recipient in-country in does not need to be concerned about whether this is a stable coin, understand crypto, understand uh, wallets, and they can just do what they did and, and deposit into a bank account or pick up cash. Solving that last mile problem is one of the places that where we can add value and that will drive adoption in the remittance space.
3: All right. PayPal's Jose Fernandez-Daponte, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time.